the time has come. Turn your speakers up. You are now listening to the Business of Your Mind podcast with Felipe Barganier. Brought to you by Gab International. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? <clears throat> Welcome to the business of your mind with Felipe Bargainier. We are in for an amazing show on today. We have a near and dear friend of mine's on the show we became friends during COVID. It's kind of like a bromance. Not romance, bromance, but I will take some flowers from this guy. Uh, man, what is going on, everybody? We are in a very, 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 very interesting place in the history of this world. We are in an amazing place where I feel like this year is going to be a, a year of profound manifestation for a lot of people. People are going to you know, come out of 2020 more focused, using that energy in 2021 to just manifest the greatest version of themselves. And that's what this show is dedicated to, to making sure that you are living a maxed out life at all times. When I say maxed out, I'm talking about your mind, <clears throat> getting your body right and getting your fine on. And this brother on, that I'm about to that I'm about to bring on, I'm gonna keep him waiting for about five more minutes. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna help you get your fine on this year. And you know, fine is just not a physical thing. You know, you can be fine exteriorly. You know, this is male, female, or whatever. And but you can be ugh, disgusting on the inside. But we want you to be fine mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And all areas of your life. And when I bring guests on like this phenomenal brother, this sexy mother, yeah, like I said, it's a romance, ain't a romance, so don't get it twisted, y'all. It's because I bring on the people that have poured into me at some point in time in my life. Can y'all believe it? Yesterday, I went to the doctor. And, you know, we all been sitting at home and COVID just chilling, right? We're thinking that, you know, like, hey, we can get the, we, we can eat these chips. I'm at home with my kids, you know, just eating all kind of crazy nonsense. And kind of find out a brother got, you know, things that he needs to change all I'm saying. That's why the timing of having this guy on my show, Mr. Phil Reynolds, is impeccable. Because this guy, when I tell you, he did not know the impact that he had on my life when he reached out to me because I was in a place where I was looking for somebody to hold me accountable from a health standpoint because 2020 was crazy. You know, I was going through a custody battle. My daughter still got it going on. You know, got all kind of little, you know, was dealing with my mom when, when him and I re really, really connected. I was going through some traumatic stuff, you know, it was the anniversary of my mom's death. I kind of looked crazy stuff. Well, not, not her death, her, her birthday. 
you know, the second year of her not, you know, actually third year, no, second year of her not being, no, third year, right? I was right. <laughs> Felipe, get it right. Um, the, the, the third year that I was without her, without her on, on her birthday, the third year that I was without her on during the holidays. And last year I was by myself during the holidays. You know, I had a, you know, for, for, for New Year's, thankfully, you know, I had a close friend of mine that, you know, we hung out. But he didn't, he didn't know. And everything about me and his brother has been very spiritual. So Mr. Mr. Phil Reynolds is, his career began, began while serving in campus ministries around the country. From Atlanta to Orlando to Orange County, California. Now he continues to serve people through a mind, body, and spirit approach, incorporating exercise, nutrition, breath work, and meditation in his coaching for fat mother like me. Uh, <laughs> without further ado, let me bring onto the show Mr. Phil Reynolds. What is going on, brother? Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me on, Felipe. <laughs> No problem, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Like I knew, I remember when we were talking about the show last, late last year. This is a show that everybody needs right now, and um, how profound of a of a statement is it that I go to the doctor, you know, and everything we're about to be talking about? Shoot, you would have thought my ears would have been open before, but now they, they they open open. Like brother, my ears are like twelve times larger today. Oh, yeah. So everything you going you gonna pour into us, man. I need it, brother. The doctor called me fat, man. No, I'm just playing. Well, he kind of did. Hey, man, he was, you know, he, he was he was he was, he was uh, saying stuff like, uh, "Do you have sleep apnea? Uh, oh, do you yeah. snore at night? Uh, you know, that's there's nothing we can do about that, but lose weight, fat boy. Of course, he didn't call me fat boy, but I mean, he was basically like, you know. So yeah, man, glad to have you on the show, brother. Can you tell everybody about Phil? Who is this? Sexy mother named Phil Reynolds. Who is he? You know, I'm. I'm a, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, uh, you know, you know, like I, like, like you read off in the bio. You know, I started off my career um, in campus ministry. That was what I wanted to do for a long time. Uh, whether it was like mission work or um, you know, leading my own church one day, and then uh, you know, I even had ambitions of maybe being some kind of um, like geographic region leader, you know, like, mm. you know, later on in life. And I was, you know, that was like my ambitions of uh, really wanting to, uh, to do that. And then, you know, by my late twenties spending after spending 10 years, um, working in campus ministry training, uh, learning how to do public speaking, you know, just, uh, you know, being able to, because when I first got up there, I was just like a stick figure. I was just like, eh, right. eh, eh. and then like stiff as, you know, all get out. <laughs> and then, uh, so eventually I got some, uh, uh, you know, some, you know, relaxation up there, you know, where I could just flow and just be myself. Um, mm. so that was, I mean, those are all good skills. And, uh, and, and then as far as like leading groups, um, of, of a few to a couple dozen, and then, uh, and then from there, I was just—I I eventually, you know, transitioned out of that. You know, in order to um, to get one of these positions, you have to be married essentially, because they wanted they wanted me to uh, get paid. And then my 
my wife would, you know, you know, if I was married, they would want her to lead the women's ministry for free. Mm. And then we would both be getting paid, uh, essentially what I would, what my, my wage was. Um, okay. so I, so I did everything for free. Um, and then, so essentially you gotta be married in order to get paid, um, mm. was the, was the business model of, for, for that particular church. Um, so that was so that was, my dream had been dashed due to uh, not securing a wife, <laughs> despite mm. all my prayers. And so uh, I, you know, I ended up uh, uh, transitioning into other you know careers that that you know even brought me further around the country. I ended up living in like nine other states, uh, working for various companies, and um, eventually I just I just hit rock bottom, like. Uh, mm. I was, uh, you know, my health was poor. My, my, uh, finances were, were, you know, not, not great, you know? Um, and you know, I was, I was alone. I had, you know, my emotionally, mentally, and that was despite all having like uh, some intense spiritual training about operating the mind, reading the power Mm -hmm. of now. I mean, it was like, I was still in a, in a, in a rough spot. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I had like, um, I don't want to say I'd say like a second kind of awakening where I realized that, you know, I can, I can start over again. You know, there's, there's no, there's no time where you can't start over. It's never too late. And so I was like, well, I need to get my health in order. And because my blood pressure was going up, I was gaining weight and, Mm. um, and, so I'm triggered by that last statement, brother. I'm triggered. I I know it's, it's a, it's a triggering (laughs) thing. The thing is like, you know, well, I was telling somebody the, the you know, people in, in a video the other day is that, you know, we're not our bodies, you know, mm. so, so we should, we should take, take things less personally when people talk about our bodies, this for, for starters, talk, think about it. Well, think about it as if someone was talking about your car. I mean, that could still be, still trigger some people be like, oh, you're talking about my car, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, because we're, we're a soul in a, in a meat suit, really. I mean, we're just here for a time. Our our body will go and pass, and we will we will live on. And so, um, that's my belief, anyway. And so, uh, so to, to but to, to think of your body more like a pet, and mm-hmm. and that you uh, you've been feeding your your pet poorly, and maybe not exercising it, not taking it for walks, mm-hmm. and so it is in the state that it is because of of that stimulus you've given it. Um, mm-hmm. And so that that's one that's one thing to think about it. So that was in a spot where I was like, man, I need to get my health in order because I want to live long enough in order to experience all the good things in life. You know, I want to be able to experience a a, a relationship where I I love the shit out of somebody and they love the shit out of me and and um, and I want to be able to see all these like sci-fi inventions. You know, whether it's somebody like Elon Musk bringing it into reality or somebody else. And um, you know, there's all these different things that I was like, I want to live for that. You know, I want to be able to see, uh, you know, see the planet turn, you know, turn better if if, if at all possible. And so, um, and so those those are the things. And so I started doing stuff like uh, I was thinking like if I just did a little bit of exercise every day, then I would be better off today than I was a year ago. And that's just if I, I was like, you know, it doesn't have to be some kind of crazy 90 day program, 75 hard or whatever it is. Like if you just if you have a, a bigger perspective on your health, like you're going to have your body for the rest of your life. If it takes you three years or 10 years or however to get the body that you desire, 
you know, time's going to pass anyways. I think that one of my favorite quotes is, uh, mm. don't, um, you know, something like don't, uh, you know, not go after a goal because of the amount of time it will take, you know, the right. time will pass anyways. Um, and so that was kind of my mindset. And so eventually I was like, man, I, I started feeling better because the exercise was, it was balancing my brain chemistry. Um, mm. and you know, because it, exercise is like a little taking a little bit of Ritalin and a little bit of Prozac, uh, right. chemi chemically wise. Right. Um, and then it also helps you with a lot of different, um, chemicals that help you learn fat, you know, learn better, like brain derived nootropic factor. And, and so all these things, all these benefits I was getting when I didn't realize it, but, um, but then that eventually helped me to like incorporate nutrition and, and meditating more on a daily basis. And we can kind of okay. talk about the benefits of those later, but okay. eventually I was like, I want to be able to do this for other people. And so that's kind of where I am today is because, um, I had pulled myself out of that dark night of the soul is that I wanted to be able to maybe prevent that for people or, um, or at least help them get out of it or to, uh, to help, help them like really amplify other areas in your life. Cause if you bring more abundance into your health, it's going to only on only going to bring more abundance in every area of your life, whether it's Absolutely. finances or anything. Absolutely. And um, a lot of people don't um, don't really understand how any how how important it is and how actually how easy it is, especially like the, the mental stuff. Now, of course, you know, when I when I used to worry easy, I don't mean that you're just going, you know, right now, right now, I decide that I'm going to be fit right now. I decide right. that I'm going to be positive. Like it is a process, but right. it doesn't have to be a lengthy process because we all know about the old adage where the mind goes, the body will follow. Mm. So if the mind goes into a negative depressive state, guess what happens? It shows up physically. So, you know, and that's when you start eating all the chips and the ho hos and the Twinkies and the, you know, the, the Whoppers and the fried chicken, which I have been eating a lot of in 2020. But anyway, no, no, uh, but man, I appreciate you uh, sharing that. So when I listen to you, man, we have, we have, we have a lot of similarities, but I'm that, I'm that uh, physically I'm where you were right now. So speaking to somebody like me that they're in that place where they're struggling, you know, to maybe, um, you know, find that rhythm physically because on my hierarchy of needs or my hierarchy of things to do, and I'm about and I'm about I'm, I'm, I'm going to change this statement as soon as I say it, but I'm going to say it right now just because I know people can relate to it. Uh -huh. Working out is probably the last thing on my to do list every day. Yeah, but starting right now with Phil Reynolds as and me telling this to our audience, that's going to be my top three priority okay. every day. For me to get some exercise in, so I, but I said that to say, speaking to that former version of me that just left like ten seconds ago, right? Um, how do you get yourself out of that place, or where would you start? Okay, uh, I would start with a list of, of motivations, mm. and like let it be a writing, a writing exercise, okay, and, re and really just dive deep. Um, you can even like, you can even just write different quadrants across the top of the page, like, okay. you know, motivations for my family, 
you know, mm. you know, my kids, like, why do I want to, why do I want to get my health in order? You know, mm. well, I want to live long enough so that I can attend their weddings. Mm. Okay. You write that down. Uh, I want to live long enough to see, you know, um, see them maybe grow in success or something like that, you know, or, or start a business or, 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 or go after their dreams, whatever it is, have their dreams realized or, you know, and just and, and support them along the way in that, in that respect, be, be a mentor for as long as I can. Um, mm-hmm. You know, these, you know, and then you go over the mind, like, you know, uh, it's going to help my creativity. It's going to help my productivity. It's going to help my energy uh, for my mental energy and all these things. Uh, and so then you go over to like, um, your finances, it's going to affect my personal brand. It's going to affect, um, uh, you know, my, my productivity with, with that, you know, as far as like, mm. you know, be able to put in more hours, be able to have more energy at the end of the day, be able to, um, um, yeah, I mean, just, and, that, and then you just go to the next one, like emotional, uh, I'll be able to handle stress better. You know, I'll be able to, um, uh, process, um, maybe trauma from the past, you know, you know, better or something like that. And so, um, and then there's also like a stress, a stress threshold that, that increases into with, with, with exercise, but also meditation. Um, and then the, the stress threshold is all about, um, what kind of pushes you to a limit to where you're not, you're not acting as, as in control as you would like to be. Um, that could be like anger outbursts or something like that. There's a certain amount of stress that you can take before you start acting a different way, you know, a different Mm. side of you comes out. Um, and so these are all the, all the different things that you can, so you can write all that stuff out. And then also, I mean, so you, and you can just kind of reflect on that in the morning and then sometimes new ideas will come to you and you can journal that too. You're like, okay, then this is another Mm. motivation. Um, and then you just want to be constantly thinking about like why I should be doing it instead of your brain, allowing your brain to think why I shouldn't. And then the why I shouldn't yeah. conversation is all about, um, well, because I could, I could, be, I could be watching Netflix right now, or I could be, I could be working on my job. Well, your job, your career, your business is, is going to be there. It's, you know, right. you, you've said a certain amount of time in the morning, whether it's eight, 15 minutes or 30 minutes to do some exercise and the exercise is going to help you to be more productive and think more clearly while you're working. So there's no reason why you shouldn't do it in the morning anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so from there, you're just going to, uh, kind of, you know, have some clarity and also know that whenever you're starting a habit, you should probably do it in the morning because you've got, um, decision fatigue that happens mm-hmm. throughout the day. And so you've made all these decisions, like what am I going to eat to, uh, decisions for your business or, you know, whatever it is. And like, you're just constantly making decisions all day. So by the end of the day, when you have a decision to exercise or not, uh, your, your gas tank is empty. And mm. so you're the likelihood of you exercising at the end of the day is, is far less likely than if you exercise in the morning. Um, mm. And so those are, those are the things. So have a morning routine where you do the exercise and then, and then do some, some like mind mapping of, of why you should be doing this in the first place. Right. Hmm. Man. Oh, and if I'm looking down, I'm taking notes. If y'all ain't taking notes, if y'all ain't taking notes from this brother, which, which I'm calling the, the health guru, he's like the, so to me, to me, at least he's like Yoda, uh, 
the Yoda of fitness in my life right now. So it's like, you know, he talks, I listen. Uh, what, what's the old adage? Uh, when the student's ready, the, the, the teacher shall appear. So this, this is my sensei, Mr. <laughs> Phil Reynolds. Uh, um, man, so, you. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I was trying. I, I was about to mess up trying to sound like Yoda, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's, that's a that's a good impersonation. You know, uh, if you can master a good Yoda impersonation, you can, uh, you can make some people right. laugh. Absolutely, you know, especially if you can, you know, speak backwards the way that you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and that's what I was about to mess up. And I was like, no, nah, don't don't even don't even try it, man. Um, man, you talked about some things about 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 motivation so um when i think about words like motivation ambition uh you know what what comes to mind is because a lot of times people have especially like when you're going through it mm-hmm. like you're it's hard to find those motivation those things that can anchor you through the storm. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. the things that help you get to the other side that are mm-hmm. kind of pulling you, you know. Um, so what are some, because I know outside of the fitness, you you also do a lot of mindset stuff. So, so, so what would you say would be a way for somebody to, you know, to find those anchors if they go, you know, I don't have any family. I don't have any, but you know, do you have any 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 routines that you follow or or things that you can recommend for people to kind of jog their memory or find those motivating factors in their life? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, sometimes it does come down to um just some simple things, you know. So right. um you know, if you're all right, so the, one of the things that that like positive psychology is coming up with and that's like a, a you know, emerging field is uh is like the positivity quotient like kind of like intelligence quotient so instead of iq it's pq Mm -hmm. um and that's just the percentage of your thoughts on the daily basis that are positive versus negative so like a 90 score would be that you think positively 90 percent of the time and uh, what they found in the studies is that the people with the higher positivity quotients are more successful than those that are not in, in every area, like whether it's relationships or business or, or whatever it is, like these, these people, um, you know, like this book, uh, happiness advantage by Sean Acor, he does a ton of research in this field where, uh, he, he realizes like the people that, that are successful were happy first, and then they created their success, um, based off of that, that happiness, that using that fuel, um, because if you project happiness into the future, it's always going to be in the future. Um, and so to, to get back to the point is that sometimes our minds are hardwired for negativity. And, and what, we, what we know with the brain is that the stimulus that we give it produces, um, imagine it like super highways. So, so some of us may have super highways for negativity. Like it is very easy for us to go down a negative rabbit hole versus um, like if we don't have all the data and all the facts, we're, we're less likely to think about the most positive possibility versus the most negative scenario. And so, um, so what you need to, so when you have that awareness though, you're like, okay, I know my brain is hardwired for negativity. How can I 
hardwire it for positivity. And so, and that could be spending a few minutes every day, um, putting positive information or positive, uh, feedback or stimulus into your brain on a daily basis. And what I did for uh, one month, I was, I listened to Les Brown every morning. This is, I list, I, I picked out a video on YouTube and he's got, he's got, he's probably has more than 30 videos on YouTube by now. And so it, I could listen to a different Les Brown video every day and sure he tells some of the same stories and some of his different talks, but who right. cares, you know, mm -hmm. um, you need it in your brain. And so, <laughs> Um, and it, I tell you at the be from the, at the beginning of the month to the end of the month, it was, uh, it was a night and day difference. How I was responding to what he was talking about mm. in the beginning. I may have been like, oh, gosh, this guy is just a little extra or whatever, or, you know, whatever my mind was coming up with to fight even doing that. And then at, by the end of it, I was like, I was getting pumped. I was like, yes, Les Brown, you know, and, uh, but he's just, but you know, if it's not Les Brown, maybe it's Tony Robbins or maybe somebody right. else, or maybe you're just like looking for motivational videos on, on YouTube and yeah, that motivational videos can be, um, cheesy or whatever, but you're not, you know, try not to think about that. Just think about you need it in your brain in order right. to hard to rewire it. Um, and then you can do some take some take some supplements too, like uh, get a lion's mane mushroom uh, supplement, um, and that was a, that was something I had suggested to uh, Felipe. I was like, hey, you get you know one of my favorite brands is Genius Mushrooms, and it's got it's got stuff for your immune system, it's got stuff for uh, your stamina, whether you're going for a run or whatever, or it's got you know it's got stuff for uh, you know the lion's mane mushroom, which helps you to help with your, your synapses and your brain right. structures. Mm -hmm. So he so says, yeah, you just have to feed more positivity in your brain and, and produce awareness around that, that you have negative, negative thinking. And so, cause the negative mm -hmm. thinking is not going to help you to, um, to establish any kind of habits. Absolutely. Man, that is, um, and you just dropped a whole bunch on us, you know, just <laughs> bomb, bomb, bomb. We just got bombed with knowledge, y'all bomb with knowledge. But that's why I wanted to have you on, man. It's like, you know, uh, people really don't. Um, a lot of times, you, you know, people, I think they think that they're either maybe predisposed or no, 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 I won't say predisposed. They're unaware. Right. Of all the negative self-talk that happens all day long. And, day. Mm. and we don't realize that it actually starts when we start being told, no, it's children. Mm. We've been told no all the time, you know, no, that's wrong. No, 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 no. Mm. Your brain is like, okay, I'm living in a world of negatives, <laughs> you right. know? Um, and I also feel like, you know, we, when it comes to, um, you know, to even the mindset, like with my kids, like I can't stand the word can't. Because okay. like like I've got a, I've got a four year old so we have a I, we we have a household word it's you you saying you using the word can't is never an option because I'm like why what why can't you you may not want to mm -hmm. but you saying I can't like my son would say I can't tie my shoes you can't tie your shoes mm -hmm. you may have decided that you don't want to tie your shoes but you can tie your shoes you right. know. Or, you know, I can't pick that up. I can't. And then as adults, we do the same thing, but on a larger scale. You know, I can't get that job. I can't, you know, I will never be, you know, I will never be rich. Well, and I reject that for anybody listening to it for myself. 
Um, this is just me making statements, mm-hmm. but you know, people don't really realize how profound of an impact <clears throat> that their thoughts have on their overall well-being, and we a lot of times don't even know where we're we're subconsciously saying this stuff to uh, to ourselves. So, if you got somebody that has all of that negative self-talk. Uh, they've been sitting on the couch for the past, what, almost a year now, uh, you know, hiding from COVID, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, COVID don't get me, you know, right. um, where would they start? I remember us having a conversation the other day about this one pushup thing. Um, uh, sure. you know, where would, where would you tell somebody that has gained, um, that is heavier than they've ever been in their life? And of course I'm not speaking about myself, but whoever this person may be, right, right, you know, right. that may be listening, uh, right. you know, that's been sitting on the couch, laying in the bed, you know, on Zoom sessions all day long, mm-hmm. you know, put 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 in, put in the video on, you know, on a, on a screenshot or something because you're eating bun buns and chips during the meeting and ice cream. Right. What, what, what would you tell somebody to start? Like, how do you get from fat boy, fat Fat, fat person on the couch, not not really moving to all of a sudden getting that, you know, getting that process going and then getting to where like it's it's, it's a major part of your life. Sure. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it's just finding something that you. Um, you enjoy the most, I would say, not necessarily okay. that you, you fully enjoy it, <laughs> but you enjoy it more than other things. Like some people are going to enjoy, you know, walking around the neighborhood. Um, mm you know, versus say like doing some burpees or whatever, you know? And so, um, you know, but also just establishing the habit first, you know? And so, Mm. um, there's, there's one group that I follow, um, out of, uh, that they, they suggest like working out twice a, twice a week and doing like some different compound movements. And some of the movements are, you can do with calisthenics, like pushups and squats. And, um, if you have a pull-up bar, that you know, you put on put on a door, uh, a door frame. Right. Um, you can do a lot of different exercises of that. Even if you can't do a pull up, like you can, um, you can practice your hang where you're just hanging from the pull up bar, and that's going to work on your grip strength. And then you could try to engage the muscles that would pull you up, and then eventually you'll be able to get pulled up a little bit further and a little bit further. And then eventually you're doing your first pull up. Um, and so, so that just notice that that you can strengthen at whatever age, like you're just, your body's going to adapt to the stimulus you give it. So, um, and, and don't be ashamed from where you're starting just because you're starting at a different place than somebody else. Like who cares? Like mm. you're, you're, you're trying to establish a habit that's going to last the rest of your life. It's a, it's a lifestyle right. change. And so even if it's just a little bit, and so like what I was referring to about the one push up a day is, um, there's this, there's this book by, um, Stephen Geis called many habits. And that was one of the things that he started for his exercise program was um, was one push up a day. And he, he would be like in bed at night sometimes and he would forget his one push up a day. And so he does he does one push up right there in bed and then goes to goes to sleep. Um, mm. But he, he's like, you know, one of the things you can notice with one push up a day is that he's like, well, I'm already on the ground. I'm already doing push ups. So I might as well. um I might as well get some more push-ups in. And so, and then you can track that. And you get it. I remember when I was in college, I um I started to wanted to do 
uh, some exercise. And so the only thing I could think to do is do some push-ups. And so I did, uh, I did three sets of 10 push-ups, you know, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty reasonable. It could be 10 sets of five mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, or, or th- I'm sorry, three sets of five. And so they're, you know, 15 total, but then added mm-hmm. uh, three push-ups every week. And so by mm-hmm. the time I went from 10 push-ups, you know, three sets of 10 to three sets of 33, almost hundred push-ups a day, you know, my whole chest and arms, and had had changed and so that was wow. just from just from doing that um and so you know it could be something simple like that where it's just like you you do a few a uh, few push-ups and then but then you know if i would have known about like all these other different movements and getting a pull-up bar and and mm-hmm. doing you know doing, incorporating some squats you know i, I could have transformed my whole body and you know just I mean, even a matter of a year a matter of a few years um right and one of the one of the things that people see is like these movie stars, you know, they're before and after pictures where it's like, you know, this dude's a, a fat ass. And then all of a sudden he's like, he's a stud muffin, you know, yeah, in, right. in, like, in like a six months time, time frame. And sometimes that's like, you know, you can go on a really strict diet and you can, you know, you have a nutritionist by you. Right. Uh, so like taking your blood tests and, you know, you have a personal trainer who's working you out maybe uh, once a day or, um, with it maybe one or two days off of during the week right, and yeah some of them like uh uh bradley cooper um he was in the uh, american sniper i believe it was american mm-hmm. sniper, but he was like he uh he got stacked and but he was working out like twice a week and then um just killing it and so because he was he was having to play a role where he was this this big dude uh you know u.s navy seal um so, I mean, those, I mean, we see these things and we're like, well, if they can do it. I can do it. Well, it's, they, they have like, they have no work. <laughs> Their job is to work out because they're right, yeah, yeah. for a role. And so, um, but when you, when you take the mindset of like, I'm establishing a habit so I can do it for the rest of my life, you don't mind doing it and, and, and baby steps. Cause some of the things that, you know, like we're referring back to that thresholds of the mind book uh, mm-hmm. by Bill Harris, you know, he talks about that, um, we can have a workout program that even exceeds our, our stress threshold. Like if you have like a graph, you know, there's a line that we cross and when you cross that line, you don't do it. You don't do the exercise. Right. Um, and so, but if you were like, okay, well, I'm not doing the exercise at this level. Can I do it at this level here? Well, mm. you're okay. Maybe you can. And so, um, you know, and that could be like kind of what the mini habits guy was talking about. He's like one push up a day. He's like, well, I know I can at least do one push up. Um, and then so you can you can, you know, journal it and you can keep notes about, hey, I've been doing this much exercise with these exercises. And then eventually um, you, you keep adding it during the week. But if you miss a week, you might dial it back a little bit to establish the habit again. And then you start progressing more and then. Uh, but that, I guess that's the thing people talk about, you know, you know, breaking plateaus and things and breaking plateaus is all about progress. <laughs> it's just about increasing reps or increasing weight and that sort of thing. Right. Okay. Man, that's a, um, <clears throat> the whole thing, I guess, I guess the whole takeaway from that is just starting somewhere. Yeah. Just starting somewhere. It just doesn't have somewhere. to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be, uh, backbreaking, you know, soreness, like you feel like you're going to die, you know, every day, you know, it could be like, 
uh, some gradual soreness. And, you know, even that was one of the things I learned when I got my personal trainer certification was mm. that uh, soreness does not indicate a good workout. You know, they call it a delayed onset of muscle soreness or DOMS for short. And mm. it's just a, sometimes it's a symptom of over overtraining actually. Um, mm. And so, but, but there's, there's fitness experts that are like, oh, you need to get some soreness, no pain, no gain or something. You know I mean? Like the pain comes in when you're actually doing the exercise, that's the pain. Right. You don't, you don't have yeah. to have pain the, the next day in order to get results. Right. Um, and so, uh, and especially when it comes to muscles like the back, uh, a sore back feels like you thrown out your back if it's right. too sore yeah. and that's, that's not fun. A sore back is, that's like one of the, I hate that. I hate the sore back. So I, you know, I'm very careful with how I do my back. I mean, I'm 39. I'm not trying to have, you know, no mobility because I overdid it the other day doing back exercises. Um, and so, you know, I take people through like a very, like, you know, I, I you know, I quiz them like, Hey, how's, how's your soreness? <laughs> you know, cause, cause that's important because, um, it's, I'm not their body, you know, I can't, I don't have to, I have to get the feedback, like, Hey, how's this exercise affecting you? Okay. A lot of soreness. Okay. Let's dial it back next week or let's, you know, let's dial it back next time we do this exercise. Um, but then eventually it's like, okay, where are you at right now? Are you going from the couch to working out? Okay. Let's we'll start, start small and let me know how, how you're feeling. And then after that, you know, it's kind of progressing from there, but, but, um, and also like the, one of the other word, the uh, phrases that came to mind through my journey is that progress equals happiness. Mm. And, uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing. It, there's a, there's a, I don't necessarily say like, you know, pro only progress equals happiness, but there is right. a certain amount of happiness that comes out of progress. Um, right. and it could be, you know, whether it's progress in your body or, or finances, relationships or whatever, but, um, you know, just knowing that, Hey, we're, you know, things are getting better. Things are, are moving along in my life. And that's, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a good thing, you know, and I think a lot of people should take advantage of that. And, and the, the lessons that also the lessons that you learn from exercise is that pretty much everything grows like a muscle. Mm. Like if you give it attention, time and effort, it's, it's going to, it's going to grow. Like failure is, is all a part of exercise. Like, mm. you know, they, they say doing, um, pushups to failure or like pushups to failure just means you're doing as many pushups as you can until you can't do them anymore. Um, right. And that's your limit. And then, and that's, and, and that's okay. You know, and then your next limit will be more the next time. Um, but when, but yet when we approach business or whatever, it's like, Oh, I failed in my business. Well, no, you just learned how not to do it. Right. And, and you'll, you'll get better and better at it. Whatever whatever you feel like you failed at, um, right. it just takes more time and effort to, to grow in that. Hmm. And that's, a. uh, you just keep on, like, I know I'm going to have to watch this episode about five times, man, or even <laughs> grasp I mean, everything that you're talking about, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to jump it on you guys like a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you know, I, I, I appreciate that brother. I appreciate that. So now, now the the one thing that this brother did not, uh, he 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 uh, tried to slip it. He tried he tried to slip it in there, you know. I don't I don't think he noticed. Now, y'all heard, you know, at the beginning of the episode where he was like, you know, yeah, you know, and I'm I am taking liberties with with what he said. This is not verbatim what he said. He said that I was uh, doing Christian ministry work 
I was I was a I was a fat, you know what? Uh had no girlfriend, right. yada yada yada. And now that he is a sexy mother, he he has he he has met the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and he's in a very happy place. But that wasn't always the case. And I know some of our listeners, you know, they they're 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 probably where you were. So what I when I listen to what to your to your last statement or or, or your last um, what you were just talking about was once you resolve those issues and you be, and you become happy about your life, right? You will attract what you need. Mm. That that. That person, that depressive person, that person that was at the bottom, that person that was overweight, probably would not have attracted or been even a good significant other to your current girl. Am I am I am I accurate on this? No, you're, like, no, you're, no you're, you're you're spot on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a. But you know, I, I had a I had a mindset around that too. Like sometimes, sometimes we tell ourselves things like. I'll drop all the weight when I find my love of my life or, 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 you know, we'll tell ourselves all these different things. Cause I want to make sure they love me for my heart and not my body or, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things our minds can throw at us that, that convince us of, of not, you know, treating our bodies the best we can. Um, and just loving ourselves through treating our bodies good. I mean, that's, that's really what some parts of self love ours is, is treating our bodies good. Um, What's, you're, funny, you're, what's that? No, I was about to say what's funny about what you just said was I don't mean to cut you off, but what's funny oh, about yeah. what you said was I used to do that as it related to money. Oh yeah. I used to say I did not want to be rich and I reject that until I met because I didn't want her to use me for my money. Well, I've been married uh, twice. Yeah. And uh no, I'm I will be as wealthy as possible and when my baby comes, baby, hey, wherever you are, what's up, baby? Uh, Listen uh, to this episode. But um yeah, that's a lot of and also I I believe that doesn't that enable our procrastination. Did not mean to cut you off, but it's like you're saying that, but really you're lying to yourself. You are lying to that's yourself. Just, that, yeah, it's a it's another excuse. So yeah, so finish finish your thought, man. My, my, my bag. I just I just had to say that, man. Well, I mean, it, it comes down to you don't you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. OK. Mm. And, and that's something that's really tough on people sometimes. They're like, well, I'm I'm dope as hell, you know, or, you know, whatever. And, but there's a lot of things. But like you can you can be better. Like I got to a point to where I was so frustrated with um, relationships that didn't go anywhere or going on dates that didn't go anywhere, um, you know, having a good first date and not never having a second date, you know, the situations um, that I was like, I'm going to work on myself until I'm a damn no brainer for somebody that that, that I really want in my life. Um, And then, but, but that have that mindset, like you're going to have, you're going to be, you know, the, the, the top notch. And the other thing you could think about is it this way is people get wrapped up in soulmates and things. And, and I think that can really be a destructive mindset because you can think about someone being a soulmate and they may not be, 
but you've convinced yourself that they that you that they are and then if that relationship does not work out it can really wreck you um because you feel like i lost my chance to to be with my soulmate but uh mm. when you but this is this to say for example and let's just think about it as a positive scenario <sighs> if there is one person out there that is your absolute soulmate don't you want to be in a position to win them over the best you can like absolutely you know, have, have like everything on lock like where you're just like you want to give that chance the best it can and so that right. you know if you're thinking about it from that perspective and using that that love for them like you're loving them through time you haven't even met them yet and you're like loving right. them through time and like say hey i want to yeah. bring my best 100 self to you um that can be what really really attracts them in the first place you know and like mm -hmm. you go on that first date and it is like love at first sight for both of you right um instead of like love at first sight for you but not for them you know that's a, that's a different scenario that doesn't work out so right. um but so that's one of the things that that can be where you know and for me it, like exercise helped my confidence it helped you know a lot of different things but i mean i did a lot of book reading like i was just not i was just not good with uh with socializing and that sort of thing and that that mm. came from uh being kind of a nerd in high school where I was just like, mm -hmm. I did not talk to girls a whole lot. You know, I went through all of high school, not, uh, you know, dating or anything, you know, it's just like, right. I was just too, I was just too afraid, you know, that the fear consumed me to, to the fear of failure. Um, and that's one of the things like, I, you know, I would, I would teach a kid like, Hey, who cares if you fail, you know, this is a skill that you can get better at. And that's, right. uh, and that you should get better at you should practice this mm -hmm. and you know your your social interactions and then if i had that mindset then i would have i you know probably would have you know tried harder um, right. and i not, not cared if i failed but uh but we you know as kids we just get so wrapped up and you know almost like it's genetics like well i'm not i'm not this way i'll never be this way it's like well no, it's, you know most of everything i would say in life is a skill that you can get better at you know whether it's public speaking or exercise or or learning nutrition in nutrition is a skill too it's like i don't know what to eat i don't know how to eat right well you can learn you know like anything else All right and i mean to your point uh you know statements like that so you know um people when people you know i'm always talking about how the mind doesn't your your subconscious mind doesn't understand negative so like when you say stuff like you know i don't i can't i won't i don't know how to okay yeah you don't you won't and you, you and you shall not have um you shall have whatever you just said that you don't that you're not able to do you can't have money okay then well you won't have any money you'll be broke forever you know <laughs> you know oh I don't know how to eat healthy. Uh, yes, you do. You know that a bag of chips is not healthy. You know that a carrot is. But you just said uh -huh. that you're done. So guess what you're going to crave? You're going to crave crap all the time, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so with that, um, you know, if people just understood how damaging it is, and that's also the reason why, you know, I remember being in relationships where, the person may have had like a lot of, you know, may have had negative friends and did not understand why they would be in a negative 
thought pattern or thought part, or even regarding relationship, like the relationship could, could be fine, but now you're surrounding yourself with these people in bad relationships and then they start pouring their nonsense into yours and then your relationship becomes bad because your perspective is shifted in the relationship of, that you're in. Instead of you looking for the positive, you're looking for the bad because you're trying to relate to these negative people in your life. Right. So, you know, and, and people don't, it's, it's as simple as that. But so to that point, um, when you start thinking about, uh, we talked about a book about the four hour, what's it? The four hour, um, the four hour body. Book. Yeah. Yeah. The, the four hour body. So people mm-hmm. hear stuff like that. Like, and, and, and I were, I remember reading that book and they started talking about something as simple as a kettlebell. And, and early, and early you talked about, um, you know, workouts not hurting or or they don't have to hurt, but we have been conditioned to believe. And I also think that's part of the, and maybe I'm wrong because you've been trained, but I would think that it might be part of how personal trainers are taught to train because I've never worked out with a personal trainer and never felt like shit afterwards like mm. you know it's always like they want to beat your ass for 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 an hour when reading some of that four hour work week uh, uh, um, workout book hearing you and then just realizing that anything is better than your that than you just sitting on the couch eating right. bonbons and chips anything, mm-hmm. anything. walk yeah just walk around the house just walk just keep walking just walk 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 so yeah you know, throwing punches in your house, you know, while watching Cobra yeah. Kai or something, you know, I mean, right. you know, it doesn't have to be like, you know, a lot, but I mean, like just even starting off, I mean, just getting your blood pumping and your heart, you know, racing. And, right. And that's a, you know, that's, that that's going to stimulate you a lot. And then eventually you can, you can build up from there. You know, I mean, that's the thing that people like think like, well, I'm not going to get results. Like, well, you eventually will like once you've established the habit, you can go nuts and have hour long workouts or whatever you want to do. But you just got to establish the habit first. Right. I mean, even things like, you know, you know, swimming, you know, swimming. But I, I love to swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to swim. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, sex. I mean, like all of this. I mean, Exercise. Right. Especially, you know, depending on, you know, you know, you got some stuff where, you know, we're doing that thing right there, man, you know. <laughs> you know, but it's all extra. It's all movement, and then also the thing. And like when I this this show, so just so everybody knows and everybody's clear, like this show, we're talking about the whole body. We're talking about sex. We're talking about exercise. We're talking about your mind. We're talking right. about spirit. Because think because the thing about sex and also exercise are the um what's what's it the uh, the uh, endorphins and the mm-hmm. serotonin dash release. Uh, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to feel uh, good in the morning, get you some in the morning. Yeah, it's like oxytocin. <laughs> yeah, there's right. all good kind of chemicals. Yeah, it's, it's like all these are feel good hormones. And guess what? When you feel good, you want to do good. And when you want to do good, you know, you, you it allows you to live your maximum life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, so if you had three things that you wanted to tell somebody right now um, for them to be able to not only magnify where they are. This show is called Resolve Your Health, Maximize Your Life. 
What would you tell them to do right now to become, to like you said earlier, don't live in the future because, or don't put the goal, something about don't yeah, put don't the goal. Don't put your in happiness the in the future. Like, yeah. like delayed gratitude or happiness in the future, that sort of thing. Yeah, don't, don't project your happiness in the future. Try to be happy now and then and allow that to uh, put you in the mindset to where you can create whatever life you want. And books, books like the power of now are excellent for stuff like that. Um, also this podcast would be excellent for stuff like that, but we're just, Oh, excellent. That's it. true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but so, so what are like three things? Were, yeah. And, and I, I guess if we can even go a step further, if you were talking to that fat boy, now I, I, I call you fat now cause you ain't fat no more. If you were talking to the fat version of yourself, the fat, the presser uh-huh. version of yourself, if yeah. you, if, uh, what would you tell that guy right now? <clears throat> Let's say, uh, you know, first off, you got to be patient with yourself. Like mm. this ain't going to change overnight, you know, right. and, and be okay with that. Like, you know, changes don't happen overnight. Um, right. Think, think, think five years ago where you were five years ago to where you are mm. today. Like mm. that's don't, you know, don't be depressed about that. If it's a bad result, like if you were in the exact same spot or you're in a worse spot than you were five years ago, don't let that mm. be a thing, but just notice that, that a lot can change in five years um, or, or say th- even three years, you know, and so a lot can change in three years, um, even with some, some gradual changes in your body and your, in your mind, you can, you can do some amazing things in three years, um, you know? And so uh, one of my favorite meditations is the, the six phase meditation. Um, mm. And then you can find that on YouTube you know, just look up the number six phase meditation um, there's a lot of different versions that are like, some are like 13 minutes, some are 20 minutes. So it just depends on how much time you got. Um, but he, he walks you through a, a different, a process of that. That's, that's kind of like priming you to have a good day, but then also mm-hmm. giving you a mindset around like envision your life three years out, you know, all the details, all the, all the visualizations you can think about your relationships, your health, your, uh, your money, all of that. And then he thinks that he goes, now, what would you be doing today if if you if you created that future? Um, it's kind of like what uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, ET, he talks about one of my favorite people. He's like, everybody has the same 24 hours. Oprah, Bill Gates, everybody has the same 24 hours. Like, how do you spend your 24 hours determines where your life is going. And he's like, mm. he'll... he'll He'll pull someone out of the out of the crowd or whatever. He's like, "Hey, how do you spend your 24?" And he's like, "I can I can project what your life is going to look like. It doesn't matter how many years, depending on what their daily routine is." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, that would that would help me at that that version of myself. I'm like, okay, okay. And then, um, and then it could just be something like exercise, like you know, doing something simple as far as like push ups, some squats. Um, getting the pull-up bar, uh, walking around the neighborhood. You know, if you're if you're like, um, t- take your BMI. If your BMI is like twenty-five points or and higher, or thirty points and higher, just start with walking. Uh, try to mm. get your, you know, start get your three thousand steps a day, five thousand steps a day. Um, smartphones nowadays will track how many steps you do every day, and so right. you'll have a 
you'll have a baseline of how many steps you you've been doing and then mm. just try to try to get up to 10,000 steps and it can be gradual. Um, and then it could be, sometimes it's just walking around the house to get your last few hundred uh, right. or whatever it is. And then, um, so you're doing that. And then, uh, as far as like, you know, nutrition wise, like, uh, breakfast has really been created out of a need for people to buy more cultural products based out of the United States. Um, that was, the, that was pretty much the whole reason for creating like breakfast cereals and all these things. Like if you look back, you know, 1900s or less people might've eaten like some toast and they may have had a cup of coffee for breakfast. And mm. that was breakfast. Bacon wasn't even a breakfast staple until I think the thirties, something like that, or, or maybe less. And that was like, because they wanted to sell more bacon. They wanted bacon to be uh, a, anything that could be in any meal. They wanted it to be in any meal. And so mm. uh, now, we, now we love bacon for breakfast. But, um, and then you have quality bacon. I still eat quality bacon, but just don't get, eat the cheap sure. bacon. Um, and so you can <clears throat> skip breakfast, have a cup of coffee, um, get, get you some like good quality coffee, like bulletproof coffee. Um, sometimes, I, I from I'm a firm believer in bulletproof coffee now because uh bulletproof coffee yeah the brand is called bulletproof i feel different i've, I've drank other coffees for a year and then went back to bulletproof and i felt extremely different on bulletproof coffee hmm. and now and, and then the guy uh i can't even think of his name now um but the owner of bulletproof he's like well hey this is it's because the mold toxins in your coffee. And so he's like, you know, U S doesn't have a lot of regulations for mold toxins. Other countries do like Japan and Europe. And so, uh, people that are coffee growers, you know, if they can't sell it in Japan because of the mold toxin content, they will ship it from Japan to the U S and sell it in the U S. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, just because they're like, we won't sell that stuff here because <laughs> in it, and well, toxins can make you feel fatigued. It can make you feel, uh, cranky, but by midday, um, it can cause inflammation, it can cause all different things. And that's because the, the mitochondria in your, um, your cells reacts to the mold, um, like mm. bacteria and mold have been having a, a battle for a long time. And so right. mitochondria, I guess, used to be bacteria. And so when they're in their cells and those are energy producers. And so some mm -hmm. of the, uh, uh, the most amount of mitochondria are like in your eyes and your brain, um, ovaries have an intense amount of, uh, mitochondria. So when you're eating, you're taking in mold like that, it's only going to affect those areas, uh, extremely. So, um, so having a good quality coffee, and then eating eating a reasonable lunch, maybe even a heavier lunch than your dinner, a lighter dinner, and then that's going to do amazing things. Even if you're just uh, you're you know have a base concept of what healthy is, whether it's like chicken, broccoli, and some brown rice, or some even some regular mm -hmm. rice or sweet potato, and those sorts of things. Like um, you can look up healthy meals on yumly.com. That's Y U M M L Y, and you can find some great recipes. Um, I work with a, a virtual chef who uh, teaches people how to do different recipes and save money and not waste food and all these different things. Mm. So that's kind of how who I I use to uh, help people with their their daily and uh, their, their weekly nutrition. 
um, and helping them with their meal preparation because that helps out a lot too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would say that, you know, those things and then like working on your positivity, like we talked about, whether it's like less Brown or listening to the six phase meditation every day, you know, feeding your mind positivity is, is key. Hmm, man. Every time I talk to this guy, man, it's like, you know, man, I don't, I don't, I know he's trying to help me, but I also feel like he's a brand ambassador for some, for, uh, <laughs> for James uh-huh. Mushrooms and that Bulletproof uh, Coffee and that Yum. Oh, yeah. I wish I had affiliate Man. links. No affiliate right, links right. yet. But. Right, right. <laughs> Go to philreynolds.com to get yours. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that's legit. But man, but I know this week you're doing something unique on your, um, and I know that, uh, at the airing of this show, you know, uh, a lot of people won't, won't hear it live, but for anybody that is, that is watching it live, um, I know on tomorrow and Friday you will have at 10 o'clock, uh, some things going on. Can you talk a, a little bit about that? Sure. It's a, uh, it's called the new year's revolution, 2021, uh, the strategy to make this year, the best year yet. And so, and it's all about incorporating some of these basic habits that, uh, okay. And then so and that's that's the basis of it, you know, exercise, nutrition, breath work, meditation, reading right. for growth. Um, you know, I'll bring up, you know, some other some other habits as, as bonuses, but um, just need to be incorporating those things. And so and I, I tell people, if you can only do one of the habits first, you know, you're like, I don't have any of these habits, then, you know, work on your exercise. And that's going to help you with your brain mm-hmm. chemistry and everything and then start incorporating the others. Um so that's the, that's the, that's what I've got going on this week. So it's the, the lessons aren't very long. They're probably like 20 minutes at the most. Um, right. I think I've been averaging 16, 17 minute uh, lessons. The one today okay. I'm going to have Dr. Maney on. Um, so that's going to be, uh, we're, we're going to be discussing the topic. So that's probably going to be an hour. Um, and, you know, we're going to be talking <laughs> about reading for growth and, uh, and, Dr. and Maney. dealing with trauma uh, as far as it, you know, because when, when you meditate sometimes, memories of the past will come up or will surface out of your, out of your Zen, you know? And, mm. uh, and so like, what do you do when, when that happens? And so we're going to be talking right. about some of that. Um, cause you know, because sometimes that conditioning and that trauma can prevent you from taking the action that you desire. And so, right. um, you know, just getting out of that funk and becoming a more, the best version of yourself. And so that's, that is essentially what the whole uh, masterclass, the week long masterclass is about is helping you to become the best version of yourself. No matter if you're like, I feel like I'm doing great and you want to be even better. Or if you feel like you're starting from rock bottom. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you're starting. It's the, the, the masterclass is going to help you. Okay. So, and how do people get, get, I guess, get become a part of the masterclass? Like how do they, Go about doing uh, that. You can go. There's a there's a, a link you can use this bit dot ly, so bit dot ly slash ny for like New Year's, and then rev r e v for like Revolution 2021. So bit dot slash ny r e v two zero two one, and then I'll take you right there. Okay. And is there anything, if somebody wanted to reach out to you uh, because they, you know, heard you on the show, saw you on the, you know, saw you, saw you on the show, 
Um, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, Facebook.com slash Phil Reynolds Fitness. And message me on Facebook or try to try to try to add me as a friend and then and then uh, message me. And that's going to be probably one of the best ways to, to reach out. Or you can go to okay. PhilReynoldsFitness.com. That's uh, that's the other way to reach me. Okay. Man, it has been a phenomenal information-packed how to get unfat show. And I'm talking about myself, y'all. I know people look at me. I'm 6'3", so I hide my right, really, right. Really, 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 really well. But, yeah, like, I got I got work I need to do. And with, with this brother and people like Phil Reynolds on this planet that are dedicated to helping, you know, you know, selflessly people like me, you know, you know, and maybe, and maybe even you, you know, get to where we're, where, where our maximum sales physically. Cause I, I got you on the mental, but the, the physical, like that's my last, my, my, my final frontier. And it's, 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 <laughs> and it's happening. And, you know, I know we heard brother uh, Phil, you know, say the M I N D word a couple of times and he know he is not about to get off this show. Without saying the business of your mind, That's so right, we right. gotta have you. We we gotta look. In, everybody come on this show. It's like it's like a hazing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you saw the first show with Doctor Manny. I, I I laid it in him because he was he was he was he was kind of weak on that. You know, I was like, hey man, I know how much energy you got. So <laughs> you give us our best version of the business of your mind. Uh-huh. Okay. Go. Well, I, hey, you know, you know, Felipe, I just wanted to thank you for having me on the Absolutely. business of your mind. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Yes, man. Yes, man. I appreciate you, brother. And we're going to get fit to live your maximum life in 2021. Resolve mm-hmm. your health, maximize your life and you will become unstoppable. This is Felipe Bargani. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Next week, y'all. Next week, I ain't even going to tell you what the topic is going to be about. But what I am going to tell you, you do not want to miss the show because we are about to go in, in to the double in on next week on a subject that I know you're going to love because like I told you, this show is about being a sexy mother. And being all kind of stuff. So we are about to 2021. We are going to open. We are going to open up minds, hearts. And, you know, we get close to Valentine's Day. So who knows what might show up on next week? But who knows? We might bring back the sexy motherfucker feel for aggressive pants. Who knows? Uh, But this is Felipe Barganier and Phil Reynolds. With the business of your mind. See y'all next week. (laughs) See y'all next week. We love y'all and peace. If you want to get your business right, you've got to get your mind right. Businessofyourmind.com.